get away with it? Yeah, you gotta have to take yourself there, mate. Fucking shit, boss. Like, fucking flying, mate. G'day and welcome to the FIFO family. My name's Boyd King. I'll be your host tonight. How are we all doing? Fucking <laughs> loser. Take it away. <laughs> G'day everyone. Welcome back to the FIFO fam. I'm your host Boyd King and we've just recently chucked out a few polls on Instagram and we've thrown the controls over to you guys and um, sounds like a few of you want to hear about our relationship. and About us. Yeah. yeah, beautiful, amazing, boring humans. And most of all, humble. <laughs> I um, said boring. <laughs> yeah, so sounds like you want to hear about us and our relationship and how sort of ty- uh, typho. Typho. <laughs> FIFO ties into that. So I guess we start off how it all began. So if you don't give a shit or two rats asses about how we met, probably fast forward another five minutes, but... We're just going to start from the start and then talk about how FIFO upset all of that or how it, um, I guess, connected at all, really, because yeah. we're pretty good at FIFO. Well, we've, at been, we've been in, well, not FIFO, but we've been in mining together longer than we haven't. So yeah, exactly. it's part of our lives massively. Alrighty. So we met, I was 19. No, 18. 18. I was 18. I was 19. Yeah. And Boyd was 19. Love that from. Love at first sight. It was not. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, shit. That sounded bad. Um, no, it wasn't. It was interesting. We, for, until Boyd actually started FIFO, we hadn't spent longer than three days apart. Yeah, sounds a bit right. Ever. And that was, you started FIFO two years ago. So for six years, we had never gone more than. Three days. Yeah. I but that, in saying that, like, that's very long shifts and just kind of passing. Sometimes Boyd would get into bed, be in bed for maybe 30 minutes, and I would then get out, go to work. Yeah. And not see you in return. So, yeah, just scraping the mark of seeing each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we met, I was 18. Um, we actually met at a local race. Races. Um, sober, both of us, of course. Very sober. Yep. Um, we actually, the first thing we accomplished together was breaking into my mum's house. Mm. <laughs> we. Sorry. Mum <laughs> <laughs> had dropped myself and a good friend at the races, and we'd met Boyd and a couple of his mates there. And um, I'd left my keys. My keys had fallen out in the back seat of mum's car. And so she'd gone to work and we were none the wiser, got home very drunk and the only option we could see was to break through my bedroom window. Um, Mum's never really questioned how we got into the house. She probably will now. Um, She just said, oh, I've got your keys. And we said, yeah, we're in, that's all good. And she never really asked again. Uh, The house is sold now, so... (laughs) (laughs) And Not our problem. There was definitely no damage to that back window. But, yeah, that was the first thing we did. And then Boyd lost his keys the next day and I drove him around for half a day trying to find his keys. I don't remember that. What actually happened? 
Mm, I don't know. I drove you to Lachlan's house and back to the races and... Yeah. Oh, well, moving on. <laughs> um, then what happened? I don't know. We went sort of three or four months seeing each other. Called it official, I guess, after... It wasn't, wasn't oh, heaps no, long, really. I think really. it was only like two, two maybe yep. three months. And not long after that, uh, we sort of outgrew the houses we were living in, living in and um, decided to get a little unit together down at Glenelg. Got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we uh, moved into a tiny, tiny, non-functional house apartment yep. in Glenelg. Which was really good. Like, we actually really enjoyed it. It um, really grew us as a couple. It also... Nearly, uh, nearly broke us it, at times. It nearly broke us. Um, <laughs> I just remember day, day one, we literally went and got the keys and we had the biggest spat at each other. And Did I, we? I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then I drove off without even speaking to you. I don't remember that. Uh, good. Probably Bessie didn't. I remember it being... It was the hottest summer when we lived down there and the air con was terrible. And I remember we spent majority of the summer on a mattress in oh, yeah. the kitchen living area with the air con. The and entire unit the- was just basically one, one yeah. giant room. And, but not, not a nice studio luxe apartment. No. <laughs> and, um, and I, yeah, we spent most of the summer there and I do apologize to any, any, next door neighbours because we did have quite a few arguments. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else there. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Sorry if any family are listening. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we it, like as much as it made us living down there, it it was make or break it for us. Yeah. It definitely was boy tried out university um, and I worked and – Paid all of our bills and um, apparently my work was too much for Boyd to get any sort of oh, for student, any, yeah. any student relief. But then it was only just enough to really co- cover our bills and that's where we started being a little bit vegetarian because we physically couldn't afford anything else. No. no, that's it. And, well, saying that, we were still young and wanted to enjoy ourselves so... We'd probably go out to town. With oh, the- alcohol was definitely on the top of the <laughs> of list. Of course, there you go. Well. You go into town with oh, probably fifty bucks in between us. <laughs> nah, probably a bit more than that. Bit more than that. But yeah, well, the- we were the first people to move out of house, so yeah. everyone would like, "Sweet, you live at Glenelg. That's so much closer to town yeah. than the hills." We always end up with our like our alcohol collection. It'd be like one random like pineapple cruiser, three different types <laughs> of beers. Yes. Very like random. three, like three bottles of vodka, but they'd all be like a third full. Oh, I remember one night you had come home from work, and I got ready with a whole group of people, and for some reason we decided to draw all over our fridge. We still have that fridge, and if you look on the sides of the fridge, it's still in very big script says Haley. So, Shout out. If you're listening, Hayley, you're still on our fridge. <laughs> um, but I remember Boyd being absolutely disgusted and not impressed at all. It was covered head to toe in writing. Yeah. Um, all sorts of profanities. It was, yeah, it, it wasn't the nicest things. Right. Um, but just stupid 
young, te- not teenage, but young adult. End of the day, it's, it's still running. That's the main thing. It does its job. $300 fridge. Yeah. Eight years later. <laughs> Anyways, that was Glenelg. Um, then we left there, got a really nice, an, a, a nice three-bedroom house. Yeah, like we've probably mentioned it in one of the previous episodes, but we'd go for a lot of walks around the blocks and we're just looking at all the houses and um, it sort of came to us. I'm like, well, we don't want to do another four years of this shit. So we um, had a few contacts within our family. My brother-in-law sort of said, oh, there's a few jobs going at this mine I'm working at if you're interested. And we moved back up the hill to Mount Barker and, um, yeah, it took a while for me to get into that job. I reckon after I applied, maybe I didn't hear anything for two or three months. Mm. I was doing a bit of bar work at the time. But, yeah, when I finally got the news, it was pretty bloody exciting because we could sort of finally start building that life that we'd been talking about. So I guess mining mining really hit our relationship within within probably the first 12 months. Like around the 12-month mark was when mining came into our Yeah, life. End, end of uh, 2014. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, one year. So we pretty much have, you know, we had the first year, which was definitely by far the... Could, could have walked in separate directions very yep. easily. Um, and then we stepped into mining and got more invested, more and more invested. Yep. Um, Adjusted to the lifestyle. Got a dog. A dog, little Alfie. Adopted him. Um, and That helped you out massively, though, while we, like... We obviously didn't have kids back then, but while I was working those long shifts, you found Alfie helped you. Oh, well, we definitely got him to help me because for the first year of our relationship, I was the one at work and then, you know, working long shifts whenever I got home, you were pretty much home because I I wouldn't finish until late or, you know, you'd be home at some point, whereas we were stepping into this new role where you were out all night or you were out all day yeah um and then sometimes you were sleeping through the day and yeah it definitely it helped me feel safe for you not being home for multiple days in a row um and are you farting no I'm sat in an awkward position and I'm sitting on my foot and it's going dead (laughs) I was trying to rearrange just lifting his left bum cheek no (laughs) Not farting. Yet. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Alfie definitely. Um, he's been great. I mean, he's a crazy, crazy. Oh. Yeah, anyone that knows him is knows him as the biggest gentle giant. He goes crazy when anyone walks in the door, but anyone that he knows is just a big softy. You wouldn't want to step in the house if you didn't know him. If you didn't know him, if he didn't know you, because he's big. He still scares the shit out of the mailman. He does. The uh, postie no longer knocks on the screen door because it makes too much noise, and he comes bounding down the hallway. So he taps on the glass as quietly as possible, <laughs> um, or just leaves it, and just that's it. It doesn't matter. He's yeah. just like, I'm not facing that dog. Um, but yeah, so that was that's that. What was the next big thing after that? Probably a uh, engagement and marriage. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Or got engaged in twenty fifteen. Yeah, got engaged, got married nine months later. Yeah, it was pretty quick planning. Yeah. Felt like it went pretty quick. Um, well, we wanted so we had the 
date of our um, the day we first met yeah. um, was our kind of not definite date, but it worked, and so we just went for yeah, it. Yeah, just ha- just hold some sort of sentiment, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and so that's yeah, first of April for us. Yep. Um, we just had our fifth wedding anniversary. If you have us on Instagram, um, so that, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, we got married. Went on a honeymoon. That was awesome. Um, yeah, then we, yeah, honeymoon. I guess at this point, fire, uh, mining kind of just was. I worked a lot. Yep. You worked a lot. After we got married, I quit my job. No. So when we got engaged, I quit my long-term job because I had had enough. Yep. And then I got a new job working weddings at a winery. And then did that for a year. There were a few complications when I came back from our honeymoon. And then I started working for a chocolatier. Um, But FIFO, mining always just kind of fit in with that. We just made it work. Yeah. I'd have to say the probably the last two years before we had Scarlet, I worked the most as well as you working the most and they probably were the the least I saw you. I don't know if I'd class them as the hardest. No, nah, because yeah, I'd be I'd be working them and then you'd be doing like weddings and stuff. So that would run to like two, three in the morning, then you have knock off drinks with your girls and <laughs> wouldn't roll in remember my first shift, because I used to work there as well. Remember my first shift coming home and um We'd finished up the wedding like two or three in the morning and then I hung around for another half hour for, I probably would have been longer than that, probably an hour for knockoff drinks. So I came home and kept like, where the fuck No, work? I didn't work there at this point. So I didn't get have a job there. Yeah. I still worked um, at the CAS and I didn't know anything about weddings. Mm. And this guy sends me a message saying, wedding's done, uh, having a drink, and then I'm leaving straight away. This is a bad road at two in the morning Mm. and I wake at 3 a.m. and haven't heard anything, can't contact him. He pulls in the driveway at maybe 3.30, quarter to four, and I'm like, I've messaged my sister saying, you know, and my sister goes, she didn't even question it. She just went, oh, my God, okay, wait another half hour and then, like, you know, I'm I'm there because this is, is not the best road. Yeah. Um, and he just strolls on in at quarter to 4am when he messaged me three hours earlier to say I was on my way home. It's a 40 minute drive. You know me, one drink turns into... And then you think that, uh, yeah, and I do remember you walking through the door and seeing my face and instantly you were just like, oh shit, I fucked up. (laughs) Um, there wasn't any like, oh, you overreacted. You instantly were like, oh shit, that's, that's my bad. No, well. Anyway, that's not important. That's not part of our... That's not important. <laughs> any argument that I'm in the wrong, it's not important. We can, you know. Oh, mate, Moving have you on. seen this list? Um, you got a list? But I guess um, the, probably the biggest few issues early on was not seeing each other. Yeah. Fighting for time, creating it between your mining hours because... As much as they're structured, they're long. 
yeah, there yeah, exactly. very long. And then, you know, you've got different shifts where you're sleeping during different yeah. random times and stuff. Um, but I guess the other one was my end of very bad trust issues. I was pretty horrendous in terms of. Um... Yeah. <laughs> no, you say your part. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, no. That was just early on, you know. Um, I was a young 18, 19-year-old girl and I had past issues and I... You carried it with you. I, I did guess. carry yeah. it with me, but I have to happily say that I no longer carry any of those. Didn't take heaps long, in, really, nah. in comparison, but nah. I think the worst thing for me now is to go realise how much, like, you didn't do any of it. Although, actually, in fairness, you were such a naive boy when I met you and you did some stupid things that I was like, this this person is treating you like this. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. And then next minute, they're bloody, you know, yep. never happened, but stealing money out of your bank accounts and shit because that's how naive you were. No, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying extreme. Okay. Yeah, right on. Well, I mean, I can say exactly what happened. She bloody stalked you and tried to, like, steal your babies from inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woman. No, but she did. She was a stalker and I warned you and you were like, oh, you're... You're probably listening, so... <laughs> <laughs> you were like, you're crazy, Kayla. Calm down. And I went, okay, like, I'm just telling you. Yeah. This girl's sending off bad vibes. Uh, I'm talking about one specific event here, but this did happen a few times. Anyways, Floyd was quite naive and it it didn't warrant, I guess, some of my non-trusting of him. I don't know. Now I'm off. We're all Gucci now. We're all good. I'm, I'm off topic now. Um, yes, <laughs> obviously we're all good. We already said that. Oh, whatever. Okay. Have we talked about everything to do with us? I oh, will build a house in there. We had kids, just little things, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, in the first the first couple of years is what I was talking about. Yeah. No, yeah, that basically sums it up, I reckon. Yep. Then. Yeah, then uh, we got married. Yeah. We had a few. Probably our most dramatic year was the year we had our miscarriage. We lost a lot. We were very unsettled. We lost the house we were living in. Um, we had to un- unadopt a dog that we were trying to rescue. Yep. Um, all in the all in the span of a week, um, that all happened. So we moved to your mum's place for a few weeks there. Yeah. How long was it? A couple of months. I think we lived at mum's for six weeks, three months. I don't know. We got we moved out when I got pregnant with Scarlett because I knew that. I didn't want to live in a one-bedroom. Yeah, we needed space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had a dog that we were living with, my mum's dog as well. Mum was working shift work, Boyd's working shift work. I am working full-time hours. I'm pregnant. I remember saying that I'm going to be moody, I'm going to want my own space, and I'm going to clash with my yeah. mum. Um, I love her, but... You know, we do clash, and I wasn't about to risk that for Blowing some up. for yeah. some money. 
because that was the whole thing at that point. We could definitely go into a, a look, find a place. We moved in there because it was we moved out of our previous living within the space of two days. Yeah. So it was a quick fix. And when I got pregnant and everything kind of changed again, we up and decided for us it was best to lose a bit of money. Yep. But really not because if 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 you move out, oh, yeah, I'm talking about compared to renting. If you move out and you're renting, you're paying someone else's bills. But we just thought we didn't have the greatest deposit at the time, but we got through and. Well, the house was being built. The house was already started. So we could yeah. have stayed at mum's. And pushed it out, but mm. I would have done my entire nine months pregnancy living in one yeah. bedroom. Well, no, that is right. We did move. We got another place after, didn't we? Yeah, we lived it. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. You forgot about that house. <laughs> yeah. That little house. <laughs> Actually, did, yeah. <laughs> so, while we were there for that, we were there for nine months or so, weren't we? we, we yeah, we were there for, uh, no, it must have only been about seven months. Yeah. Because we moved in here when I was 37 and a half weeks pregnant. You didn't know how to say no either, like. With all the moving, all the heavy shit in, you were thirty-seven weeks pregnant, and I moved in this house while Boyd was at work. Trying to move couches around, and <laughs> our removalists um, tried to sit me on the side of the road um, because they didn't want to take any responsibility if I did anything. <laughs> I was fine. I moved things. I moved things. Pregnant with Ted too. That then last week I tried to move and said to Boyd, "I don't know how I did this." 30 weeks pregnant because I can't do it now, but... Anywho. Yeah, so that was... um, That's pretty much us. We now live in a house we built that we own. We own... We're homeowners yep. at the ripe old age of 25, which is a pretty proud achievement for us, yeah, to be honest. Yep. And to, to be honest, I don't think we could have done it without mining and FIFO. Nah, that's it. Just managed to save up that bit of cash and get us ahead and with the time off that we have or that I had I guess you were off as well with Scarlett mm. being born and all that but it just having that time off allowed us to achieve a few things around the house like some big jobs that we needed to tick off yeah well even like um all of the landscaping we have done ourselves it's not you know it's not superb it's definitely not perfect and no. it's not perfect but that is one thing with FIFO you get a whole week and so we kind of just, when we first moved in here, we'd bunker down for whole weeks at a time and tick a whole lot off and yep. do all of the lawn. We did, in one week, we did all of the levelling. It's in two days we did the whole lot. In two days we yeah. did all of the levelling plus the lawn. Yeah, a bit of rain definitely helped. Yeah. That's good. So that's one thing that, yeah. Um, but that's where we sit. Um, homeowners, two kids under two. Yeah. Well, they were. They were we now yeah. have a two and a one-year-old. Yep. And we are 26 and 27. Is that right? Am I 26? Yep. <laughs> I'm 22. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you're 22, your hairline does not speak well for you. <laughs> wow. A dick move. That was, yep. All right, what um, are we moving on to? Okay, so now we're going to talk about a few actual specific things. With- Current to this day. Well, yeah, just things that FIFO, our relationship, really make a big impact on us and how we kind of deal with them. So a big one for me, the major one, and I don't know if we're – 
doing it well, to be honest. Um, but the resetting each week and like Boyd disrupting each week, I get in a, such a good routine. You know, I'm doing a workout every day. My food is prepped. I'm doing all of this stuff. The house is so neat and tidy. And then Boyd comes home and we drop the ball on all levels. Or we, you know, whether we've got lots of dinners that we're doing, we're catching up with people, or we're doing stuff, different things around the yeah, house. So because you, you have your routine and then when I get home, I just do things that I think just makes things easier for both of us. So was it this morning I had the kids out in the lounge, you were still in bed for another five or ten minutes and then you come out and there were cartoons on the – Oh. on the tv and you're like oh we don't usually do this <laughs> yes every week every week i come out and boyd puts cartoons straight on i mean that's nothing that's fine but it's like a little holiday for the kids every week that Boyd gets home and they get cartoons and then the second he leaves they don't argue me for the set that the fact that news goes on but when boyd is home they're like we don't watch news anymore mom we watch cartoons because dad's home um and things like you know, I guess we go and do a lot of yard stuff when you're home. We yeah. we battle it together, but then we definitely drop the ball. And then by the time you leave, I can get the house tidy. Yeah. But I'm constantly fighting to get it back up. And then I get it just back up to, you know, clean. And you come back and we start all over again. You're and welcome. No, it, like, on, I don't know. We're pretty good on that last day before I leave. We are. House. But it's definitely something that is... Not, probably not tidy, but prepared isn't probably the better word for it. Yeah, but it, it is just... It's a constant battle in my head of, you know, how much do I get done when you're here versus how much do I just enjoy you being here? Because if I just enjoy you and do absolutely nothing... Absolutely mm, nothing would get done. Absolutely nothing would get done. Mm. And my next week would be myself absolutely livid trying to refresh and i'd just be I'd, I'd be perfectly fine i'd just be a mess inside yeah crying inside my brain but that's something that i don't know if we're doing it very well to be honest because some weeks we're okay um and other weeks you do leave and the house is trashed on that i don't think there's been a week that you haven't left and I walk into the walk-in room <laughs> and there's your pants with your jocks inside them, your socks Just, just, just one, one motion. Just, just one whoosh. motion and you leave them there and then your drawers are all out, every single one of them, all out. And then there's normally a couple more pieces of clothing around. So I walk into the walk-in robe and it's like you've just vanished because all your clothes have just fallen to the floor every week. Righto. You're not even here. It's not your side of the walk-in wardrobe. Oh, yeah, and it's so good when Teddy crawls in I there use... and your jocks are just laying out. And... Oh, I think we're right. <laughs> Bit of germs. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a top-up? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll try my best, all right? Actually, no, that's pretty pathetic. There's a washing basket usually right there. There is a washing basket. I, I should clarify. There is a washing basket maybe 10 centimetres away from Boyd's drawers. Move. I'm sure there's plenty of other husbands that do almost well, I think exactly we're done on this, so moving same, on. 
But that's the sort of thing that you disrupt. I go and put all of that away. Clothes you on the floor. You can't talk about clothes on the floor. I am. Yes, I am bad. I currently have a, wa- a washing basket on my side of the a washing basket room. in every bloody room. Excuse me. I also do all two kids washing and yours. You leave and there's a full washing basket of your clothes, which is always washed, folded and on your drawers when you get home. So it doesn't. <laughs> okay, we're going to go this one. We're going to we're going to talk about Something that more affected us with drive-in, drive-out, it was, it's the, so when you were doing drive-in, drive-out, you were doing two-on-one. So, you're already on an uneven roster. go away for a week and, or not away, but work a week and nights, work a week of days, and then have my week off. Mm Mm-hmm. And in this time, I was working 12-hour days. Yep. Straight through. We also lived uh, for the last year of, oh, no. Yeah, for the last year of that. Yep. Um, we lived in a house that didn't have very good. Um, it's completely independent and, it, yeah, didn't have the utilities to. You couldn't run the vacuum cleaner because you'd run out of power. But if you did want to vacuum, it had to be like at the start of the day so that the power could recharge. But in saying that, I worked 12-hour shifts, Boyd worked 12-hour shifts, and we could never get there in time to do that sort of thing. So it was – and then there's, you know, other things that went with that house. So we were doing – I remember through winter coming home probably at least once a week – the fridge would have been disconnected, the power would be off, and the yeah. fridge would have been off for at least a couple hours. Yeah. Um, I cooked dinner by candlelight quite a few times. And, yeah, then the next day before work I'd have to check if the fridge was good and if not I'd have to throw out all the fr- food, go to work, go do the shopping. Come home. And come home. Yep. And that was not a weekly shop that was a oh shit we lost power three or four days yeah um i had to throw out half of our refrigerator yeah that was what we were dealing with and that was a really kind of hard time sometimes i'd come home and the and the power would have tripped out again and i would i'd have to go out and fire up the generator at six in the morning and it was really shit and you're working both boy and i working 12 13 hour shifts plus all of this house and um, we're trying to – we're also at this point trying to get pregnant. We've yep. been trying to get pregnant for over a year at this point. Mm. Um, so that's – I guess that's another one later down the track. We'll talk about pregnancy and trying and all of that. But that's where we were at. We were in a pretty dismal place living, living yep. there. Um, reception was terrible. So you couldn't even communicate half the time. And um, couldn't run the washing machine. Yeah. All the time. And yeah. um, all this sort of stuff. So we were pretty pretty fatigued by everything, yeah. by our long shifts. And um, I, I guess communication kind of just went out the window at this point. Mm. Between it all, we just kind of went day to day. Yeah. And, yeah, it just sort of felt like we fell into a bit of a rut, I guess, and – Trying to push through to the next day, every day. Mm. 
because we were both working such long hours mm. and then just not even, I guess, not even happy when we got home. No. Because we couldn't be. We, we couldn't, couldn't watch TV. relax and do what we wanted, yeah. If we watched TV, most of the time we'd get maybe 20 minutes and then the power would go out. Yeah. Um, and so it's this sort of thing that I'd... We didn't get that. We didn't get to enjoy our off time how we wanted to. It was always we just not, with an asterisk next to it. Yeah, and so I guess when you're doing something like mining or FIFO, it definitely has instilled in us that when we do have that time, we really want to prioritize doing something that makes us feel yep. re-energized and um, I guess motivated and happy because. If you don't feel those things when you're working such a draining lifestyle, yeah, it, it, you really have nothing else to fall back on because you go home. For us, we had no power, so we'd literally just go to bed, yeah. do nothing, and then you'd get up and go to work. And this would go on for instance, when Boyd was doing two and one, this would go on for two weeks. Yeah. And then we'd have a day of kind of getting back into that you'd come off night shift so that day's ruined yeah and then we'd have five days and then the day before you start work again yeah exactly and those five days i'm working yeah so we'd probably only have maybe one or two days fully together yeah Mm, yeah. so i I definitely think that um that that year in particular has it really really embedded in us how important it is to when you're not at work when you're home whether you're doing drive in, drive out, or FIFO, it, it just to do something, whether it is that you go for a run. Yeah, do something for yourself or something that makes you happy or motivated or improves yourself. And, yeah, yeah or else, I don't know, it's, yeah. And then, like, I guess um, I I started working a bit less when I got pregnant and um, things like that, and I definitely noticed that I had – I had a bit more replenished in myself. I saw a lot more yep. daylight. We um, moved to a different house and stuff like that. Um, but Boyd was still quite in that headspace in that, mm. you know, we'd have the miscarriage at this point. Um, and one thing I definitely noticed and noticed for quite a while that, you know, Boyd just wanted to go to bed and it was kind yep. of like, I don't know whether it was almost – just so natural, especially from being, uh, I don't know, just so tired, so exhausted that you wouldn't even want to, you know, have sex or. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just part of the mind, like the mind space I was in at that time, because that was probably sort of my lowest, I was at my lowest sort of mental health at that time, um, along with the fatigue. I think fatigue is a massive one. Because there'd yeah there'd be mornings where you'd be hinting and then I'd, I'd be I'd just be like there was there was times where like I was just like no I'm not in the mood and then you'd keep like trying to push it and then I'd just I'd just be I'd literally tell you to fuck off like, yeah and there were a couple of times and I remember just feeling like I was there was something wrong with me and like you didn't yeah. love me anymore yeah and- I think and that did go through my head. I felt so bad like because you'd you'd storm out you'd be pissed off and then I'd be like well yeah, that, I that, wanted sex. That, <laughs> That could lead to a lot of things. Like you could be, you could be thinking, oh, like you might just be thinking, oh, okay, he's tired, but why the hell did he lash out at me like that? But then you could be thinking, oh, is does he not love me anymore? Mm-hmm. Or 
you know, does he not, isn't he attracted to me anymore? Like, or like, you know, mining, I hate to say it, but mining doesn't have the best name about itself. At this point, yes, you were doing drive in, drive out. So I was pretty confident, but, um, there's a lot in mining that unfortunately it, it, it doesn't have the best name for itself in terms of, um, relationships. Um, and there's so much that goes on that you go, okay, well, you know, are you are you finding it elsewhere? Do you mm. not? Or he's lucky you got over your trust issues, but yeah, you would have been a bloody hot mess mm. at the moment. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, like it, and just like I do remember a couple times you were just so tired and exhausted, and you literally said "fuck off," um, and I remember being so two two very big emotions at this point, so angry at you that you felt like you could say that. Mm. Um, and so also concerned and like, yeah, worried. And why, why, why are you feeling this way? Mm. Um, and I remember being like, don't ever, ever speak to me like that again. Um, you know, I don't care what it is, but don't you ever. And I think you only did it once or twice, and they were definitely probably at your lowest points. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it was probably just a combination of everything, like the fatigue and, yeah, just not being mentally there. Yeah, definitely. And I know that we're not the only ones, which is why I do feel okay or comfortable talking about this yeah. because I know that there are a lot of people. And obviously um, it then also goes and has made me think lots with becoming a mum and you hear so much about mum mum's sex drives going out the window and not wanting a bar of that. And it's definitely made me really aware, I guess, of how I act and how I feel and just a communication topping up. Communication is everything. And so many times now. See, it's catching on. It is. Communication is (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, but I definitely, because we've already had that and we've had this discussion, we've had a couple months, probably like, year, I guess, a couple years mm. really of this going round and round that being a mum and that sort of thing kind of coming out. I definitely, with Ted, was more so two kids full on FIFO yeah. life. I was much more like, oh, Okay, I don't know if I want to be around don't, me. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely felt it a lot more that that sex drive just kind of. I was more content with just laying on the couch and watching a movie and not having two kids screaming at me. Yeah. Um, but that's that's where the com- the conversation and communication comes into it because I know so much better that I can just say that to you. Yeah, exactly. And just tell you that's how I'm feeling. I think if you actually have that conversation and just say it rather than, you know, not talking about it and just, you know, shying away from it. Yeah, yeah. or just rolling over and pretending to be asleep. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I guess that probably played a big role in a lot of our fights for a couple of years of, you know, just our communication was really lacking in terms and I guess our affection. Mm. Affection was dropping because – you would say that sometimes you'd be asleep and yeah. you wouldn't even really realize that that's what's happening because for some reason you can go to bed and be asleep in a second. Yeah, I don't know. Communication and 
affection in other ways. It doesn't always have to be no that that's it. specific thing. And if you're really tired, sometimes if you just say, honestly, you know, mm. I'm not there for it, but, you know, I'm getting it through. If we sit on the couch and watch a movie, that's where I feel yeah. the best right now kind of thing. But, yeah, that's – I think – that played a big part in a bit, I guess, uncomfortable. Well, years. it's just it's just something that affected us while I was doing mining. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on that? No, I think that I think that pretty much. Yeah, I think. Are you done talking about our sex life? Our sex life. Our sex life. How many times do I say sex? Sex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good now. So. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um. Another, like, I guess, going from that is missing out, and we've we've touched on it a little bit in a few of the other podcasts. We've never really said, I guess, how much it did affect us in the past. Mm. Yeah, I I remember saying what was it last one or the time before that for me it was really fine line of going. I don't want to go to this without Boyd, and also the. How will he feel if I go to these yeah. things without you? So it was a yeah. it was a mixed tie, and I guess then you've got the the part introvert in me that goes sweet. Oh, wear my trackies and stay home. That's <laughs> fine with me. And the low self esteem part of me that yeah. goes sweet. I will just own this and I will stay home because I don't have my partner. Yeah. Um. I don't want to make him feel shit. And I also don't know how comfortable I am being out. And these days, I don't know how to handle handle my two kids off, or if it's possible, take them with me and manage oh, them. In that and situation. run around. At this point, I'm now like, okay, how much can I enjoy going out with my two kids yeah. at this event? If I can let them run, and that's safe, and that's fine, and I can get half an hour of enjoyment, I'll, I'll probably consider it. You'll flip the coin. If I if I know that where we're going, I can physically not even finish a coffee or a drink, then I don't go. Yeah. It's just not worth it. No, exactly. With Ted Ted crawling, trying to walk, absolutely a menace in terms of hurting himself. And Scarlett, just young, just a two-year-old. I never know how she's going to react. She's actually no. very, very good and responsive, but it doesn't take a lot to flick that switch on her and no, I'm just no nah, especially when she's especially when she's tired but she just yeah she can just flip a switch whenever and you can go from one end of the scale to the other but I guess that's that's where we're at now where we're so okay with ourselves and our family yeah. and knowing how we feel is a higher priority than the fact that we're missing out as such yeah but if you go back to when we first started mining, it hit us pretty hard. Yeah, of course. Saying no to things and or then getting to the point where people just stopped inviting us. Yeah, we, were, we and we were still young. Like, we were in our early 20s and we wanted to keep going to these parties and seeing our friends and that. Whereas, I guess now, like, we still want to do that now, obviously, but our perspectives change. We've got different priorities. and Now I'll happily catch up with people for a coffee yeah. rather than massive parties yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, we, we put our we put this family first. So I think if we're if I'm away and I come home and I feel like, yeah, we really just need to spend a bit of quality time all together this week, then we'll do things like that. But 
obviously, well, this will go into our next thing that we're going to talk about, but I get my time with football and that sort of thing. So that we always have to plan around that during the week, but we tend to just prioritize our own family if we need it. And But how do you feel like specifically, I said that uh, like in our missing out and stuff, for you, I said that I always added up you not being able to go and how yeah. you would feel about not being able to go. And that played a big part as to me often turning things down. How how did it affect you, like, being like, well, I have, I have a job that works through this? Yeah, so for you, obviously, it's you summing up your difficulty of whether it's worth the mental struggle of you going to an event, whereas for me, it's if an event pops up i'm just pretty much scrolling through my calendar praying that i'm off for it and mine's more of a time thing but i'm more talking in the past like right now we're so content we're very happy we you know we just know how it works we've been doing this Uh, for so long yeah going in the in the past yeah like if if especially if it was in our like our circle of friends like both mutual friends with them if they had something on and i was you know uh, at my work at the time and you went I'd be I don't know I can't really remember I reckon I would have been a bit annoyed yeah it was more the thing I was just down the road yeah yeah and like even like a couple times you'd try to get it off or I I guess a lot of the time because you were so close people would be like oh just have a sickie mate yeah just have a sickie you'd be right um whereas now it's yeah these days it's a bit easier because if you're not off for it you can either just Try to book it off or you just can't go and there's no in-between. Yeah, I definitely find the FIFO in comparison is much easier well, for a lot of things. We kind of say it all the time. Can you just have a sickie for this one? And obviously yeah. we did pull that a few times. It, it definitely weighed on the situation a lot more and made it a lot harder because you couldn't you couldn't upload a photo. You couldn't, you nah, had, like, that's it. You couldn't fully enjoy it because you'd be thinking that, you know, someone would uh, – Snitch you or, or that for yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, even if I am actually sick, I hate calling it for sickies. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I guess at the end of the day, missing out sucks. It played a big mental role on both of us. Yeah. Um. In and it, there's really no other way to put it than it does suck. You miss out, and whether you're driving. And you're close, and you miss out. Yep. That sucks. And when you FIFO, at least you have a you have a set. I'm not here. Yeah. Um, but it still sucks. You still miss out. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and yeah, if you're a partner at home, you've got to weigh up whether you go without your partner, and they probably feel a bit shit yep. that you get to go and they don't. Or and then you've got the fact of do you take your kids? Can someone else have them? How is that going to affect you mm. actually enjoy, enjoying that event? But then yeah, I guess we, um you kind of touched on it. Um we step into that me time. Yep. And we had a few people actually message us about it this week saying that's one of the big things that their pet peeves about um FIFO is the me time that they miss out on. So specifically wives because yeah. it's um, ultimately what I find for me and we, we kind of had a bit of a, a heated discussion earlier that for wasn't me. It wasn't heated. It was just a bit, yeah. Um, for me, there is no me time. Um, I and, and 
Boyd did say he often says, oh, go out with you, like, you know, go out with your girlfriend. Yeah, my, my argument is that when I'm home, I've got my footy training two nights a week and then my whole footy game on Saturday and we're usually out for the whole day as a family. Um, as a family. <clears throat> the whole family goes usually. Yeah, the whole family goes and you then exit. Oh, as soon as I'm out of the change room, so I'm back into dad mode. As soon, so we literally rock up to football, you walk across the oval and into the football club. So that's not even like counted because the car ride is easy. That's nothing. And I basically drop you at football. You go into football for three and a half hours. I don't know, something like that. And then we stay for another hour. So we do family time for one hour. I didn't say family time. I just said you guys come along. No, you said, no, you didn't. Honestly, rewind that. You said family day at the football. <laughs> you don't know the power of editing, do you? <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, I got a football. I got my footy, yeah, one day and two nights a week and – that's my me time, I guess. Every now and then I'd have a little event pop up with the boys, whether it would be a um, fantasy footy draft we do every year or what else is there? I don't really have anything else to do by myself. I mean, when you're at work, you get to go to the pub. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like, we've touched on it before, but it doesn't hit the same. Like, it, it's 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 not the same. Like, you're at work, you're all in the same boat up there. I, yes, I've got my spare time to myself and I don't have kids hanging off my ankles, but... But this isn't about like this isn't about work versus no work. This is about me time. Yeah. And ultimately, you go to work. Yes, you go to work for twelve hours plus you're getting it to and from work. So countering all that, yes. But then the second you leave work, you stop work. You get to do whatever you yeah. choose to do. Yeah. If you want to go to sleep, you get to sleep without a kid screaming in your face. Yeah. And if you want to go to the pub. You get to actually go to the pub and sit down and enjoy an entire meal, however many beers you want to buy. And, 10 before 10. And, you know, and then this week you went and played basketball with the boys. You go for a run. You do all of those things. Yeah. And so, I know you're working lots, but if we're talking me time, that is a huge difference. Yeah, because you're not just talking about going out with the girls one day or going to a party or something, you're talking about like the me time that you get to go for that run or go for that workout or read a book or yeah, yeah, all the little stuff. But then like even like you come home and I, in my mind, I go, sweet, what, what do we plan out? Who do we want to see as a family yeah. this week? And then I counter in your football. You go to football on Thursday night. You go to football on a Saturday. That's time you have and that's great we you know this is not something that we jump into without talking about before you start each season we we talk about this but it is something that i do often feel like i put you ahead of myself yeah um and and you've all you always have yeah and i definitely then we plan out the week and as much as i go i plan the week out so that it makes it easier for me so then I know the structure of the week but I plan it out as to who who does Boyd want to see who hasn't Boyd seen in a while who will benefit this and then I often message you and say who do you want to see this week what yeah. who, what do you want to do what do you want to catch up with 
And unless I have exact events or things happen, generally I do my catch-ups with the kids or when you're not here, which means... So we get the full time together. So that we get the time together. So that when we go out to see people, we're together and we're doing that sort of thing, Um, which means that the me time for me Mm. doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're at that point, though, like at risk of firing up another discussion. Like um, we're at that point where I can just say, I'll have the kids for a day, go out with the, go out with the girls. But it doesn't or, work that easily. Why not? Because a lot of, like, I can't just go, oh, yeah, no worries. And every single other person in the world drop what they're doing. Yeah, I know. Everyone else has got busy lives and got plans and kids and. Yeah, I know. I understand that. Like you have set things. Well, I'm not talking about us in general. I'm I'm trying to have a conversation. So just to generalize it, yeah, like, I know. Why can't a why can't a mum do that? Like, any mum, and is that why? Because all their friends have. Well, everyone's busy. A lot yeah. of mums, I guess. I guess, yeah, you're probably right. Every other mum is doing the same sort of thing. All right. So what's what stops someone from going? All right, I'll have the kids for. An hour, I'll do my thing with them, and then you can go do your own thing. Go for a run. Go. Oh well, that down to the park, read a book. Go. Yeah. The the thing that stops me from doing that, which probably I need to put second on the list, is yeah. my time with you. Yeah, and I guess yeah, most of that stuff we do together anyway. Like we do our workouts. We go for a run, we for and a we run. prioritize doing that sort of thing together. Yeah. And so then, ultimately, that's great. But I guess I yes I lose my me time. Yeah. Because I I could go and go for a run by myself. Yeah, and just plug uh, yeah plug in some music and off you go. But then it's do I prefer to see you and do that together? Yeah. Um, But I guess the uh, other thing is like I go to work and I had this discussion at work just yesterday, and the second that I walk through that door from work. The kids are on me like nothing else. It's like their emotions, they've built up for however long I was away and everything explodes. Yeah. So I guess another part of me goes, how much do I prefer to do this or and cop all their emotions coming at me or just cruise to the week. keep going yeah. and yeah. get their emotions out each time they come out because when I get home from work and – Last week, I got home from work. Alfie was barking at the door. Scarlett was banging on the screen door. And when I walked through that door, Teddy was crying, crawling up the hallway. And that is how I got home. So, you'd ra- yeah, you'd rather in little doses and you well, not get that me yeah. time rather than you taking that hour or day or whatever and coming home to an absolute mess. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like how far do I push myself how long can I last? Yeah. And I think these days you're pretty good at voicing saying, I just need a fucking break. I did walk out the other day. <laughs> First time ever I walked out. Not walked out. I kissed the kids goodnight. Boyd and I had an argument about a phrase that he used with me that I didn't appreciate. And I kissed the kids goodnight and I walked up to the bedroom and had a shower and washed my hair and 
boy did bad time. I can't remember what it, no, actually, no, don't repeat what I said. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but. You can't uh, remember. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Check in with Boyd. He may be dead. Listening skills. Oh, well, there you go. Listening skills. Woo! They're great, if you couldn't tell. It's not my listening, it's my remembering. Um, I think it's all of the above. Boyd asked me just before we started this what I think our number one downfall is in our relationship. And I said, I wrote it down. And Boyd was going, um, what about this and all this? And I wrote it down and just put it in front of him. And he just uh, looked at me and went, didn't really have much to say. So Boyd's listening skills, I would, would you agree with me? Oh, of course. <laughs> is, Wait, what are we talking about? Is our number one downfall. I our, wouldn't say number one, but it's fucking annoying for you. I it's can so annoying. Yeah. I this is say- why we have a calendar. Yes. That has everything because Boyd is terrible. I swear to God, he has the memory of a goldfish. There right. are days where he will ask me three times within the space of five minutes. The same question. It's so draining. Honestly, I I don't know what's worse. Two children aged one and two or Boyd's listening skills. It'd be a close call. Anyway, <laughs> there's not much more to say about this. I'm getting quite offended. <laughs> there really isn't much more to say about Boyd's listening skills because there's not much to it. They're mm. non-existent. I have to say the calendars helped us because I write everything from start to finish on the calendar. And I think you just go to it rather than talking to me. (laughs) And I think I just don't say things too much in advance to you, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, I treat you like a (laughs) five-year-old. We're done. All right. We're wrapping up. We're going to get into like a whole like get to know us better, like, you know, our favorite movies and music and that sort of thing. I'm not good at that. Hey, because you don't know the names of things. I'm terrible with names. Okay, if you want to get to know me, I can't do names. It took me a year to know some of Boyd's best, name. best friends' names who I saw on a weekly basis. Sorry, guys. Um, terrible with names. Good with faces. Good with faces. I am that person that sits through a movie and goes, I know this person, and I sit there and figure it out and I guess it and then make Boyd Google it. And he tells me that I'm right, and it feels amazing. Um, and I don't have favorites anything. My favorite color is blue, green, and purple. And we'll get into all this other stuff another time. I reckon that's well. How, you just said get to know me. So there we go. No, because like we're, we're pretty. We'll do a quick get to know me. Quick, go, go, no, go. No, no, we'll oh. we're already an hour in. Okay, well, so. you got, well, you got to know me, my colors, and my terrible with names. The end. Yeah, and you got a husband with no ears. Mm-hmm. And I like wine. <laughs> yes. We like wine, all the wine. But yeah. That's it. That's it. All right, cool. I don't know what we covered. We kind of just babbled. I uh, hope we didn't bore you too much. No, well, that's that's us anyway. That's our relationship and um, our FIFO life, I guess. Yeah, I haven't yep. covered it. I reckon we did all right. That's it. That's it. All right. Catch uh, you later. Catch you later. I've still got to do the wrap up thing. Oh, will you take too long? All right, follow us on Instagram, just a 505 fam. Catch you later. Bye.
boy. 